What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live, live your best life, you must live label free. As always, great incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is an organization expert and owner of Neatly Balanced. She transforms lives to recreating the sacred spaces of homes. Please welcome Christy Edwards. Christy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So I've had, I think, like maybe one or two other guests that kind of specialized in this. And I always feel like it takes a special kind of person with a special skill set to be able to help others become organized. (laughs) You know what I mean? So how did you like fall into this space? It started probably at this point almost 20 years ago. Um, I I moved to Nashville from a really small town in North Carolina in 2005 to be a nanny in the music industry. And it started really just very organically. We would travel four and five and six days a week. And the little bit of time we would be home, I would still normally nanny for the people that I worked for on the road because they would have meetings or interviews or or recording or whatever scheduled um, here at home. And it just sort of turned into like, hey, could you clean out, you know, the kids' closets today? Or could you kind of pull some toys that they're no longer playing with when you just need to clean out some clutter? Yeah. And just because the kids and I would be out and about a lot during each day, I would just end up taking their stuff to Goodwill. Yeah. I'm like, I'll donate it for you. It's fine. Whatever. And I just kept noticing time and time and time again, every time I would go to Goodwill with this bag of goodies that I think is just so great that we're choosing to donate, these people just seemed annoyed that we were there. And they would just sort of glance over their shoulder and be like, just dump it in that bin. And I was like, oh, there's books in here. And what if we break something? And yeah. just after a few months, started kind of getting annoyed and thought there's got to be other places we can donate to yeah. that will still help people, but isn't maybe as irritated that we're bothering <laughs> them as it seemed, you know, this, these places were being. And so I just started researching and it very quickly grew from there to where they would tell their friends or I would tell my friends, hey, you know, if I have a day off, I'd love to organize for you. And I think sort of the first moment I realized, hey, I could be an organizer was probably in like 07 or 08. I had a friend that had a baby and I was completely broke. And I said, you know, I don't really have enough money to go and buy you some, you know, really nice baby gift. But what if I just come over to your house for two or three hours and give you the, the gift of time? I'll do whatever you need me to do. And she was just like, please do this for everyone that has a baby. This is the best gift ever. And I ended up organizing her nursery and I put together the diapers and the wipes and all the stuff, you know, set up her nursery for her. And I realized I was pretty good at it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And obviously you have the skill for it. So I, I guess some questions for, for me would be like, what are some common things that people struggle with when it comes to organization? Getting rid of things. Oh, most yeah. by and large by landslide. <laughs> why, why do you think that is? I'm just curious. I just, I hear from different clients, different things. Um, I have several clients who grew up very poor and just kind of have this scarcity mindset of like, oh my gosh, even though we live in this giant home now, we could go back to being that way. And so they tend to hold on to everything sort of this just in case scenario. Uh, I have other friends or clients. Most of my clients end up being friends. Yeah. <laughs> like when I've been in your home and in your like intimate spaces, we all end up kind of having coffee afterwards. Um, I have a few clients who just 
are, are like, well, these things are sentimental. You know, my parents have passed away or this was my grandmother's China or whatever. And it's sort of things like that. I mean, it can be a multitude of reasons, but those are the two that we hear the most is either scarcity mindset or, you know, family heirlooms or things that are really important. And now how do you deal with that if you're like in their space trying to get rid of stuff for them? Do you, is it like a battle sometimes to get them to let it go or what, how do you handle that? I like to think that I'm really friendly. I'm never and trying to be a tyrant that's like, it has to go. Yeah. Um, but I think a big component of Neatly Balanced that from what I've heard sets us apart from most other organizing companies is we actually intentionally seek out organizations that are helping those less fortunate. And we never just take our stuff and dump it on somebody. Yeah. So we actually contact the organization that we partner with and say, you know, hey, I have a lot of baby items or, hey, I have men's clothes or, hey, I have some food from somebody's pantry. They're not, you know, eating or whatever. Yeah. What do you need? And then we physically will take the items that they specifically request so that everything is getting taken where it is truly needed. And when we tell our clients that every single time without fail, they're like, oh, well, here's another couple extra blankets or here's another pair of shoes or here's three more of my kids' books or, you know. And when they realize it's going to people who actually need it, it encourages them to get rid of more. So it doesn't end up being a battle, so to speak. They're a lot more willing when they kind of hear the backstory. I love that. And I th I don't think the other, um, I think it was two other ladies I talked to, they uh, they didn't do that at all. They just came in and helped organize. So I think that's yeah. fantastic. Have you ever dealt with it like a hoarder? A couple times, yes. Ooh, girl, tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, actually one of them was a little bit um, disabled. Not, ex not extremely, she could get around, but she was just older and she just sort of, felt overwhelmed so I think she she would probably classify as a hoarder but not intentionally she just said you know none of my family lives here I have no way to clean this stuff out I'm older I can't lift heavy things it's just sort of accumulated and by the time she called me she was ready to just like wipe the house out she was like yeah. take everything get rid of it I don't want any of it so it was, it was quite the undertaking but she felt amazing when we finished she was so excited yeah I, so for me, I, I live in, I used to live in a fairly bigger home in my townhouse. And then when I moved in with my, my husband, we moved into a smaller space because we both have properties and we don't know what we're going to do yet. Cause we ultimately yeah. moved to Florida. And so I've had to like really downsize. And I remember like in, it's hard to, and when I'm in a smaller space, we have so much stuff to keep things real organized. And that makes me feel like, and I'm not sure when you talk to your clients, like, feel very scattered when things are organized and neat and clean. It just like my brain is scattered. It really throws me off. So it's like, yeah. I got to clean the house. I got to clean the house. I got to get things organized. So like, what do you think about that with, with your clients? I think I'm probably in a little bit of a different situation because formerly being a nanny, I, I had several families actually that I nannied for that, you know, the moms would call me in a panic and be like, where are my son's cleats? do you remember where you put them? Like, where's my daughter's favorite lovey? Ah, we can't find it, you know? Yeah. And I always say, oh, bottom left-hand drawer on the left-hand side of the dresser behind the da da da, -da you know? Yeah. That was sort of my job. But I also it, always try to encourage my clients, get your kids involved, you know? Like, even at two or three, your kid can have the tiniest little bit of responsibility. And as they get older, just add to it, you know, with whatever they're ready for. So even when it comes to organizing, we're like, hey, if your kid is four, encourage them to pick out four toys or four books or four articles of clothing yeah. that they can get rid of. If your kid is nine, have them pick out nine things. 
um, and encourage them, you know, to be a part of it. But also it just goes back to if you take the time now to put whatever it is where it actually belongs instead of having, I mean, we all have a junk drawer. I mean, I, I have one. But instead of just sort of dumping something in the junk drawer or the junk basket or the junk area, if you take the extra 30 seconds and put it where it needs to go to begin with, you don't have to worry about stressing out because you can't find something because it's where it belongs. So that's probably the hardest lesson to learn. But if you can start implementing that, you know, now, it definitely will help down the road. Why do we all have a junk drawer? Why do you think that is? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have one too. So people, I, I hear that all the time. They're like, oh, I'm sure your house is perfect. And I'm like, no, because I'm the last house that gets organized. Well, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm tired. We'll do it later. Yeah, for sure. Why yeah, everybody needs a junk drawer for sure. But why do we have that drawer? What, why do you think that is? I never asked that question, but you say it. I'm like, we. I do have a junk drawer. It's in my kitchen. Yeah, no, mine is too. And I think it is because there are going to be those moments where your hands are full or you have a crying baby or your husband's like, hey, catch this, I'm dropping it or whatever. And you just got to like lay something down really quickly. And I think that's for me, that's what the junk drawer is for. It's just for like, hey, for the next five minutes, this has got to go in here. Yeah. And I regularly clean it out. I'm always like, what are these paper clips? Like, why did paper clips end up in the kitchen? Like, what are we doing with it? You know, so you just have to, it's good to have one, but it's also good to consistently clean it out and get things where they belong. This is a reminder, go clean your junk drawers, everyone, because yeah. they'll not <laughs> need to do it. <laughs> and so what does the process look like for you when you um, when you take on a client? Do they call you, go through like, a, in, like an intro call, kind of like, you know, what we did before this recording? And what does that look like? Yeah, it's literally different for every single client because we do travel nationwide and we currently have clients in five states. So, you know, for someone who's local to the greater Nashville area, we will go in person and we do a free consultation where we will just say, look, show me every single space, even if it's five years down the road, that you might want us to come in and organize. And we make notes or we talk through, you know, what's your long-term goal for this? What would you like this to become? And then we put together what we think would best serve them. So we can put together packages. We also offer memberships if there's something they want to have as like an ongoing thing. Um, so we just sort of try to curate what we think that might work best for them. But then at the end of the day, we send them an email with sort of everything printed out of what we think, but it's always left in their lap. So it's like, hey, if this isn't in your budget right now, or if you want to start small and add, you know, we offered every single client is different. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. Instagram. Some people find us. I'll be the news recently. So we got a lot of calls from the news. So we just, it's all over. <laughs> Congratulations. That's awesome. And so I saw your website, you have memberships. So I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. So we just launched those a couple of months ago because what we kept hearing from clients is, oh my gosh, I wish you could come every week or I wish you could be here every month. I wish I could afford to have you all the time. And we always tell people, you know, it is sort of what we consider this luxury service. And so I think a lot of people, when they hear the word luxury, they just immediately think expensive. Yeah. And I always say, number one, you always get what you pay for, whether regardless of what it is in life. And also you can always afford what you need. You know, I mean, for some people, you might have to give up Starbucks every day to get us, but is, what's more important, your Starbucks coffee or having an organized home? You know what I mean? So I just always, we don't ever come across pushy, but we're always like, look, if you need this in your life, you will and can find a way to make it happen. So we sort of put together these membership packages for people who want us to come on an ongoing basis. We can come once a week, um, every other week. 
once a month or quarterly. Yeah. So you get, you know, a couple hours if it's every week, you get three hours if it's every other week, you get four hours if it's one. So it's like the less we come, the longer we stay each time to be able to, you know, make you feel like it's worth your time and your money. Sure. I think that's that's freaking genius. Yeah. And like, let's just be clear, the difference between coming and organizing versus cleaning, right? Because yes. some people might be, some people might confuse that. Yes. Yes. There have been, I mean, we'll do simple things. Like there are times where we clean out a closet and it might be a hardwood floor and there's dust everywhere. Well, I'm like, give me your vacuum. I'll vacuum this out. It takes 10 seconds, you know, but no, we're not going to come in and steam clean your carpet. Yeah. (laughs) Or your dishwasher. No, you know, it's just more things like that to help the space look cleaner when we finish. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so can you give an example of maybe like before like what the room looked like then afterwards and some of the stuff that you did to implement to get it more organized. We always tell all of our clients, we try to be um, attainable and something that you can continue once we are gone. So we try to just make it very easy. We're not going to come in. I mean, unless that's what you want, we don't normally come in and color coordinate things like rainbow colors. We're more of it's it's more focused on purging. So again, we go back to that component of let's help others. And every single client, no matter who they are, has too many dishes or too many shoes or too many toys. So we're going to go in and gently say, okay, hey, what's actually being utilized? Are you riding this bike every day? Are you reading these 1200 books every day? You know, what can we clean out? And so we always start with the purge. We're like, what's going to go? And once we figure out what is going to leave, then we work with what they're keeping to make it make sense and have it in a more organized fashion. So, you know, if it's a if it's a clothing closet, that looks like we're going to hang all of your tank tops together, all of your short sleeve stuff together, all of your long sleeve stuff together and so forth. If it's more of like a kid's closet or a kid's playroom, again, for her nanny, I'm like, just yeah. make it simple instead of organizing the books and the baby dolls and the Barbie dolls and the trucks and stuff. I'm like, but you know, if your kids are two and three, they're never going to put this stuff where it belongs. Just have a great big box or, or toy box or whatever. And just say, you know what? All the toys go in this basket. Yeah. And if you can start, you know, your two year and three year old, we even sing like the little cleanup song to make it fun, you know, like song and put everything in this one basket as they get older you can separate and make it a little more meticulous at that point, but you just have to start somewhere. And you'd be amazed at the people that haven't even started back at square one. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Like I'm, here. <laughs> see, I have no problem getting rid of stuff. I love it. Like if I if I'm in the mood to purge and I have time, I'm like, okay, go. I haven't worn this in like years. You know, like I have no problem. But it's always like finding that time to really get, sit down and focus on. And I think that's the overwhelming part for a lot of people is having to do it on their own and make that decision to to get rid of something. Well, and that's our number one tip that we sort of give out for free when we go to talk to clients. We say, if you'll take five minutes every year on New Year's Day, I mean, who has plans on New Year's Day? Everybody, so we're all hungover. <laughs> yeah, everybody's recovering from New Year's Day. So I'm like, listen, take five minutes in each closet every single year on January 1st, take out every article of clothing and turn your hangers backwards to where the end of the hanger is like facing you. Yeah. And then as you wear things and wash them and hang them back up, hang the hanger back in the closet correctly. And at the end of the year, any of the cl- any of the hangers that are still hanging backwards, it's an easy way to see that you've not worn that item. Yeah. So I'm like, if this item has hung in your closet for 12 months and you've not worn it, you should probably let go of it. Mm-hmm. And you would be amazed at the people that will call us in December and they're like, we just did it. We have like three trash bags full of clothes for you. 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. What a great tip, though. I never thought of that. Yeah. Clothes. I'm I'm a total fashionista. Like, it's hard for me. Like, I'll get rid of clothes. I have no problem. But some of the stuff that you'll never see again in the store is stuff I keep, even yeah. if I haven't worn it, because it's just like, oh, that, that's just a piece that you never see again, and I'm going to hang on to it. I love it. Um, what is the hardest, besides clothes, I think clothes is probably the hardest, but what's the hardest space for people to keep organized? Their kitchen pantry. Oh, yeah. Get so many requests for kitchen pantries. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and that's got to be very, yeah, because I, I had a big pantry at one point, and I remember, like, this is always so, such a mess. Like, what are some, like, top couple tips that people could implement right away to keep their pantry organized? Yeah, well, again, going back to the whole kind of, I mean, I think in my heart, I'm a minimalist. I realize not everyone is that way. I for sure am. I'm like, I don't collect things. I collect memories. Mm -hmm. So I would much rather spend my money on a fabulous trip somewhere. I'm not a shopper. I don't enjoy shopping. But for those who want to be a minimalist, I always say you don't have to go spend $1,000 on organizing bins before you organize. We can do that if you want. And if you have the budget for it, sure. But I don't want any clients that contact us to feel like, oh, okay, so I'm paying for her services and I'm going to have to go to the container store and buy, you know, a million different containers. Yeah. I just say, make it again, make it simple. I'm like, put your cereal together, put all your soups together, put all of your kids snacks that your kids are going to want to grab every day, put it on the bottom shelf where they can walk in and easily grab it. Again, if you have extra baskets lying around or a bin, great, we'll utilize that. But to me, I, I try to make it, again, attainable and easy and expensive. So if you have baskets, we'll put it in baskets. If not, just use the shelving or whatever you have. And, you know, again, just try to separate like items together. I love it. Perfect. Where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more about working with you, Christy? We have a website. It's neatly-balanced.com. I've had a lot of people say, I can't find you. And I was like, did you remember the dash? There's a dash there. So it's neatly-balanced.com. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at neatlybalanced with no dash. Um, so they can email us. Uh, the link is on the website and also through social media. I'm most active on Instagram, but we're on all of the major. All of the things. <laughs> I'm going to put those links in the show notes, you guys. So don't hesitate to go reach out to her. And if you're interested in learning a little bit more about her organizing services, shoot her a message. Go follow her on social and then, yeah, go from there. But she also has a lot of other stuff on her website, not just about organizing. You want to share that with us? Share uh, with us what else you have on your website? Yeah. So I specifically chose the name Neatly Balanced because, you know, the neat part comes with the organizing. But balance is really important to me to live a balanced life in every way. So for my husband and me, that means like during the week, we eat really clean, healthy diet, you know, no alcohol, no sugar, no fast food, no fried food. You know, it's like really kind of 80-20 kind of rule. And then on the weekends, if we want to have a brownie or if we want to go have a couple drinks or whatever, so that's kind of for the weekend. And we both are really into exercising, but also traveling and things like that. So the website sort of encompasses all the things that I'm passionate about. And it helps encourage people to live a more balanced way. Christy, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Goodness, I could go really deep. I could go really superficial. <laughs> um, I think, number one, in terms of the organizing, it's just start somewhere. You know, I, I always tell people, I'd rather you reach out and shoot me an email and ask for a consultation or a price list. And then if you can't afford it right now, great. 
but you know, if you just need tips and tricks, like just start somewhere. Um, in terms of life, you know, I just always say, keep what matters closest. I just recently had a health scare and actually had to have surgery last week. They found some cancer on my leg and I just, it really puts so much in perspective and it, whether it's a disagreement with your spouse or yelling at your kids or, you know, eating too much the weekend before and not getting to the gym. To, I mean, it's whatever it is. Like at the end yeah. of the day, does that stuff really matter? You know, I just like love those that you love, make sure they know you love them, make sure that you are showing your appreciation to those in your life, whether it's your, your employees, if you have a nanny, if you have a chef, like a personal assistant, you know, I'm like, just make sure people know they're appreciated and they're loved because you never know how much time you have left on earth. So <laughs> amen to that sister. Holy cow. I can totally relate to that. Well, congratulations to you on all your success and what you have created. I think that you, I mean, it's awesome that you go and you help people get organized and you give back to, to the community by stuff that people get rid of. I think it's such a great, you've got such a great like footprint for yourself and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story and sharing what you do, Christy. We appreciate you. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.